the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ridgeway Community Church. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone watching me on Facebook Live, at Anderson Speaks is the handle there, or on WAVA 105.1 FM right here in the nation's capital, the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country. WAVA. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And we're just so happy to have you hanging out with us wherever you're driving today. Be safe out there on 495 or 695 or 66, wherever you are. Make sure you're cool, put in your speakers. But we want to connect with you today. If you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, and if you know it, say it with me Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, that's today. Wisdom Wednesdays. Theological Thursdays, and then open phone-in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today is Tough Topic Tuesday. I'm going to introduce a special guest to you in just a moment, but the topic today is living brave, not safe as a follower of Jesus Christ. And what does that mean in your life? How devoted are you uh, to God's agenda, and will you live the way God wants you to live. I have a special guest, Bishop Oscar Mariu, who's going to help us think that through. He's here from Nairobi, Kenya, and I'll tell you a little bit more about him in a minute. If you want to join the conversation, make sure you give me a call. I'm live in studio. We're out of Arlington, Virginia, and the number is 888 432 7434. If you want to memorize the number, just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's bow for a word of prayer as we always do, commit our time to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for the opportunity we have to connect with one another and build bridges in so many ways. Thanks for building a bridge to us through your son, Christ, and now help us understand what it means to follow him fully in Jesus' name. We pray together. Everyone said, amen. And amen. Well, if you're on Facebook Live, you already see me sitting next to that handsome guy next to me, Pastor Oscar Muriu. He is from uh, Nairobi Chapel. So if you've been to Kenya, make sure, if you haven't already, stop by Nairobi 
Chapel. He has uh, given his life to Christ way back in 1983. He's pastored this church and it's planted, listen, over 160 other churches. Now he's a bishop overseeing all of those leaders and they're on target to plant 300 churches by 2020 trying to touch the world, not only on the continent of Africa, but also uh, they have a church in Toronto and Sydney, Australia, and England. And so this is a man who truly understands uh, leading people to the Lord, allowing God to use him through his bride, the church, to build disciples. And so, Bishop Oscar, it is so good to have you here on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How are you, sir? I'm fine, thank you, and thank you, David. It's so good to have you, and thank you for being here. And one of the things you love to do is to lead and to pastor. Can you tell us a bit about your ministry in Kenya? Well, um, we're in Nairobi, which is the capital of uh, Kenya, and we started up a ministry about 30 years ago. Mm. A very, very small community of faith, but in those interceding years, God has grown us and grown us and grown us, and now collectively through the churches were planted we probably minister to an average of about 20,000 people on a Sunday mm. and it really has been the doing of the Lord because I was a greenhorn when I went out uh, to the church I mm. was uh, 26 years old hadn't pastored anything before that but God is good and uh, he had a plan for this place and uh, mm. I really have felt as though I'm a rider holding on to the rodeo Mm. trying to keep myself on the back of that bucking bull and mm. just enjoying every moment of walking with the Lord and uh, seeing him do what only God does so miraculously. Mm. Well, one of the things you've talked about when preaching at Bridgeway Community Church here in Columbia, Maryland, where I'm the founding pastor, is living brave and not safe. What do you mean by that? <laughs> well, what I meant is this. Many, many times before we are willing to step out in faith and do a work of God or to step out in faith and obey what the Lord has called us to, we really struggle with and wrestle with the problem of fear. Mm. Will it work out okay? You know, am I sure this is what I'm supposed to be doing? Can I really trust the Lord? Um, is this going to hurt me? Am I going to have to pay a price for this? Mm -hmm. And many times we back off from obedience because mm. we're trying to live safe. Right. And we're not being brave in our faith. Mm. That idea of being brave, if I have that fear, surely I don't want to step out and, and, and obey. How does one get over that, that fear? I think it's a recognition what uh, the Lord says in Philippians 4 that, you know, we're to hand over all our anxieties to the Lord. And we mm. need to keep very short accounts of our fear and very short accounts of our anxiety. And when we feel that there's fear and anxiety building up in my heart, even if it's just two minutes after I've gone to the Lord and said, Lord, please just take away this fear and I want to drain it out and I want to empty it out and I don't want it to build up. And two minutes later, you can feel it piling up again, mm. then letting it go and keeping a short account of that mm. and choosing instead to step out in faith and believe, I don't know how this will work out, Lord, but if, it, if you have called me to obedience, then mm. I know that it's going to work out to your glory and I can trust you on that. Help me to mm. be brave and to obey. So taking that to that fear and that anxiety uh, to the Lord, you know, Scripture tells us that uh, we can take all of our cares to the Lord because he cares for mm -hmm. us, First Peter 5, 7. And so you remind us when we feel that fear, we not only face our fears, but we must faith 
our fears. So stepping out in faith and actually trusting that God will be there with me, I'm sure is easier said than done. Maybe some of you today are dealing with areas of faith and areas of fear and you want to live brave. And yet at the same time, you are gripped with fear. Well, maybe we can help talk you uh, toward the Lord today, bring a little bit of peace into your life because he does promise to exchange that anxiety with a transcendent peace. If you want to give us a call today, the number is 888-432-7434. I'm going to run to my commercial break, and as soon as I get back in three minutes, we're going to take your phone calls to continue our conversation and our interview with Bishop Oscar. He's from Nairobi Chapel. We're talking about living brave, not safe. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney. James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook. What is multicultural ministry? How does it affect me? Why is it important? If you want to know the answers to these and many other questions, then the Multicultural Ministry Handbook is a must-read. This story was modeled on the pioneering planting of Bridgeway Community Church, where founding pastor Dr. David Anderson had the vision for a dynamic, diverse, grace-filled place. Authored by a group of folks who've been doing ministry together for many years, this book is a testimony of personal journeys and practical ideas for any church with the desire to do life as God would have us do it. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook, published by InterVarsity Press, can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com, or Andersonspeaks.com.
Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. And we are talking on this Tough Topic Tuesday about living brave and, and not safe as fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Bishop Oscar's here with us from Nairobi Chapel in Kenya. He preached recently at Bridgeway Community Church and called people to commitment to following the Lord. It's not always easy to follow uh, God, Bishop Oscar, when when he calls you and asks you to do something, it's usually not something too easy. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> so when he is calling you to something, how do you how do you respond uh, in a positive way? What do you do? Well, for one, I think uh, what's really been of help to me personally is the recognition that uh, I think I can uh, figure out the outcomes that lie ahead of me. And mm. I think that if I can chart my own path, mm. then I will end up where I need to be or where I want to be. And the things will work out for me according to my plan. Mm. But the truth of the matter is that you don't even know what is going to happen to you tomorrow. You have right. no guarantees. You cannot secure anything. And it is really God's grace that sees you through today and uh, enables tomorrow to become what it should be. Mm. But God can see 10 years down the road and he knows exactly where you're going to be and exactly what you need to do to get there. Mm. And so it makes every sense for me to say, Lord, I don't want to trust myself and trust my path because I have no guarantees and I have no foreknowledge Mm. of the future. But you do, mm. and you know how to get me there, and you can navigate me on the path that will get me where I want to be and where mm. you want me to be. I can't do that. And so in that sense, then, I want to take a step of faith, and I want to trust in you as opposed to trusting in myself. Well, I tell you what, there's a lot of us who trust in ourselves, and we need men and women of God to help stimulate us and remind us that God is calling us higher, and God is calling us into something that we can't do on our own. We definitely need him. Listen, if you want to join the conversation, maybe you're at a crisis of faith and courage right now. Uh, feel free to call me and uh, Bishop Oscar at 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's go on over to New Market, Maryland, and talk to Chris, who's on the line. Hey, Chris, welcome to the show. How are you today? Hi, thank you. Um, I'm well. Great. I'm good. Thanks for calling. What's your um, comment or question, please? Well, I have a question. I have a dilemma, and I'm, I have a lot of anxiety over it, and I'll try to sum it up the best I can. Um, it's a relationship with my father who I'm – I'm 50 years old, okay. and I've never been – we've never been close. He, you know, he wasn't there for me as a kid, and he, and he – but later on in years, you know, he claims to be a Christian. I claim to be a Christian, and we've – you know, I've tried to keep those that channel open. Hmm. Um, he lives out of state, so when I go up to see my mother, I always go to see him. Okay. And so, what's your dilemma? I just recently, 
Well, here's my dilemma. I just recently lost my daughter, 22 oh. years old. Oh, I'm sorry um, to hear that. Just a sudden, out of nowhere tragedy. Oh, that's terrible. And, and my father, um, you know, we were having her service, and my father told me, first of all, right off the bat, that, you know, he, he couldn't stay that night because he has to get back to have breakfast with the parking lot guys at his church. It was an appreciation breakfast or something. And, you know, that didn't surprise me. It was kind of mm. typical of him. So is your dilemma but, that you, you know, were got, hurt that he didn't stay for the funeral? Here. Well, yeah, that's, I'm getting to that. Okay. He, when he got here, um, he sat behind me in the service and made comments about how long the line was and how long it was going to take. Mm. And then he didn't even stay for the second half where everyone got together and he left early and mm. he hasn't called me or texted me or anything since. And it's been about yeah. three weeks. Sounds like you, sounds and, like you're hurt over this, Chris. Hey, what is your question? Cause I know we're on radio. We don't have too much more time on the air, but I want to hear your specific question. So we might be able to yeah, serve you. My question my question is, is I'm going up there this weekend and I'm going to see him. And should I confront him with this? I mean, should I just tell him how I feel? You know, mm -hmm. All right. you know I have anger and I have sure. a lot of resentment over sure. this. Well, let's get some wisdom from the bishop here. Bishop Oscar, when you have a relational break like this, your heart is hurting. Uh, and you hear you have your father, you, you have feelings of some kind of uh uh, anger inside. How would you counsel uh, Chris? I think I would say that uh, Chris, for one, I just uh, I'm so sorry about what happened and the pain that it's caused in your heart. And um, I think my first word to you would be that it's important that you first deal with what you're feeling and the emotions inside of you and the sense of anger that you say you harbor in your heart right now before you could even begin to confront your father and deal with that with him because it will come out badly if if the two are not separated and the one dealt with before you can deal with the second one. And so the first step, I think, would be you really do need to bring this before the Lord and uh, just as we pray in the Lord's Prayer, forgive us as we forgive those who transgress against us and um, just really work at letting go of the emotions, of the pain, of the anger, and then you would be ready to um, talk to your father about it and confront him. And if you're going up this weekend, then maybe that's a little too soon because you're going to need time to process what's in your heart right now before you can actually right. sit down and have a, a talk with him about it. Is that uh, some good wisdom that you think you can uh, act upon, Chris? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I can't really avoid seeing him, so <laughs> I'm going to, you know, I just, I guess I can just not, you know, just not say anything. I mean, it scares me because I know that God says, you know, with, with the judgment that we give to others, sure. you know, we'll be judged, you know, right. so... Well, and you, know, you can I also don't want to judge him, but at the same time, well, you can also make a decision even now, Chris, to forgive him in your heart. You know, forgiveness and reconciliation are two different things. Forgiveness only takes one. Reconciliation takes two. And so to forgive him, you can do that on your own even now. Doesn't mean you're reconciled. Doesn't mean you've agreed on everything. Doesn't mean you've had the conversation yet. Doesn't mean you've expressed everything. But what it does mean is you, you have uh, made a decision 
to to let him go. You've made a decision not to not to uh, have revenge. You've made a decision to give him over to the Lord uh, and let it go. And that's the beginning process. I think that uh, Bishop is talking about. Even as you go to the Lord, you know, Lord, help me to forgive right now. Don't wait for him to apologize before you forgive. Because if your forgiveness is dependent on somebody else's apology, then you're not going to forgive half the people in the world. <laughs> okay. Right. Then, well, it'll never happen. It'll never. And then right. if they end up dying, you're never going to. So you, you can't you can't yeah. make a decision to forgive based on his response. But you can make a decision uh, to forgive even now. Father, forgive them for they don't even know what they've done. So put that first right. and really deal with that in your heart as well. And then I think Bishop is giving you some really good advice that when the time comes, when you feel that release, when you uh, have that opportunity, then go ahead and share uh, what you know what your pain is. Uh, but I think that's a great right. place to start because he probably doesn't realize how much this has hurt you. Uh, he probably right. doesn't know that the wound is as deep as it is. And so, and plus, y'all didn't have the perfect relationship beforehand anyway. So you probably had expectations of him that he didn't even know you had. And so I think that there's misunderstanding. But at the end of the day, he cannot go back and change what has happened. And so for you to forgive that act or those bad acts, all right, and then try to build on the future. And hopefully if he has enough sense, he'll learn that, wow, this hurt my son. Next time I'm going to do better. Maybe not at a funeral, but at a a, a situation where my son is expecting me to be there with him and for him, maybe he'll have a do-over and he will do better the next time. But this time I think forgiveness is important and and taking uh, Bishop's advice, taking this to the Lord first, would be the priority. I hope that's helpful to you, Chris. Right. It, it is, and thank you. I guess I, I needed to hear that. <laughs> Amen. Well, listen, I, I appreciate. I'm going to ask Bishop to say a prayer for you, then we're going to let you go. Before this prayer, though, maybe you have yeah. a, a call you want to make to us while we have lines that are open in the studio. Our number's 888-43-BRIDGE. Bishop, would you pray for Chris, please? I'd love to. Father, we want to pray for Chris and just ask that you'd help him to live brave. Mm-hmm. He knows what he needs to do. He's heard these words that have been given as counsel to him. And our prayer is that he wouldn't play safe and har- harbor his pain and hold on to it and wait for his father to ask for forgiveness, but that he would be brave and first and foremost do what you have required of him, which is to forgive. And then that you would give him the strength to somehow graciously confront his father when the time comes and he's let go of the pain and the hurt that he feels in his heart right now. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you, Chris. Thank you. God bless you guys. Back at you. You know, Bishop, uh, as a pastor, we're always dealing with people who are at these intersections and at these places of pain. How do you as a pastor handle ministering to others and at the same time also making sure that that you're ministered to and that you get a break? What wisdom do you have for There's probably a hundred pastors right now who are on the edge of their seat and they've pulled over on the side of the road to say, let me let me get this wisdom because I need it right now. Well, I think I would say that the first place uh, to begin with is. Just my own state of relationship with the Lord, it's so very important, so vital that I would take the time on a daily basis to come back to God and just begin my day well with Mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. Um, Letting go of those things that, you know, I'm worried over and troubled over and maybe even Mm -hmm. things that I'm harboring that I need to deal with, even forgiveness in my heart for others, Mm -hmm. and starting the day well. Mm -hmm. And then, 
you know, in the Psalm, Psalm, Psalm 23, it says that my cup overfloweth, and I, I need to learn how to minister to others from a cup that is overflowing. Mm. When you minister to others from a cup that is not overflowing, then what happens is that your cup becomes drained, and mm. you can get to the place where there's nothing left in the cup anymore, and it's empty, and you're empty, and you still are trying to minister. Mm. I want to minister from a cup that overflows by being with the Lord, mm. and my cup is filled up and then I can give as much as is needful because my cup continues to overflow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is beautiful. 888-43-BRIDGE. If your cup is empty and you want to give us a call, feel free uh, to do that. Our number live in studio is 888-43-BRIDGE. You're getting some wisdom if you're just tuning in from Bishop Oscar Mariu from the Nairobi Chapel in Kenya. And uh, he's talking about living brave and not safe. If you're going to be a follower of Christ, he's going to call you to some things that may not be quite safe, uh, but they are uh, quite brave. And he's going to be with you all the way. Big shout out to Kwame Mays and Sherry McPherson and Sharon Conward and Andrew Curry and Raymond K. Mani and Delbert Pope, Angel Cartagena and Khadija Smith. All of you who are on Facebook Live, a big shout out to you. Thanks a lot. Tell your friends about us. Keep coming. We're on for another 30 minutes. So if you have a question, get in where you fit in. 888-432-7434. You're tuned into, you're watching Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented MyPillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Call 800-517-3636 or go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code WAVA. That's 800-516-3636 or go to MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WAVA, 800-517-3636. At times, the mere thought of obtaining a mortgage can be more cringeworthy than nails on a chalkboard. Hey, everyone. This is Brian. And this is Mike from Fellowship Home Loans. Sometimes the amount of information a lender asks for when applying for a mortgage can be quite daunting. They ask for everything but a DNA and blood sample and maybe your firstborn. But at Fellowship Home Loans, that is not the case. As a direct lender, we can make the lending process extremely simple. We have a common-sense approach to underwriting, a stress-free process, and we're here to help you every step of the way. Give us a call at 800-804-SAVE or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. That's 800-804-7283 or fellowshiphomeloans.com. Mortgage lending guided by Christian principles. Come and get your loan, Fellowship Home Loans. 
Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, NMLS number 60134. Stocks and options trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Fire your stockbroker and hire yourself. I'm Scott Bauer, and I've been a professional trader for over 25 years. I've traded for Goldman Sachs and was the first Amazon market maker at the Chicago Board Options Exchange. I'm also the CEO here at Prosper Trading Academy, the leading educational firm teaching people how to trade the markets. For a limited time, I'm giving away one of my favorite secret trading techniques used by thousands of our students every day to help build their financial future. To learn this technique right now, call my 24-7 voicemail and just leave your email address. I'll email you my free trading technique right away. Just call 1-800-228-2155. This is the very information my students use every day to invest in their financial future. Again, Call 1-800-228-2155 in the next 30 minutes and leave your email address on my voicemail. That's 1-800-228-2155. Call 1-800-228-2155. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and we're talking about living brave not safe as fully devoted followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. We've got Bishop Oscar. He's hanging out with us from Kenya. He uh, pastors Nairobi Chapel, and through that church, over 160 churches have been born all throughout the world, and he's a bishop over them, and God is just using him in a mighty way. If you're going through a tough time in your life, you're at an intersection trying to figure out, how do I obey the Lord? Uh, Should I obey the Lord? Uh, I'm afraid if I obey the Lord. Uh, Well, guess what? That's what we're talking about today, and you wouldn't be the first, okay? Uh, Just think about Jonah. You know, uh, Bishop Jonah didn't... uh, he didn't obey the Lord right away, did he? No, and it got worse for him, man. <laughs> it did. It got worse. But, you know, the Lord always always gets his man, doesn't he? Yeah. So if you want to give us a call, the number is 888-843-BRIDGE. Now let's go to Greenbelt, Maryland, and talk to Michael, who's on the line. Hey, Michael, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I'm fine, sir. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you so much for calling. What are you thinking today? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm... I um, I got into the line and I discovered uh, the, the topic that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, it, ha- it actually happens to me because um, I brought two of my brothers down here from Africa, and um, I'm also a pastor and I run a very small church, okay. a congregation of probably about about sixty to seventy. Uh, eventually, they began they began to be uh, an obstacle in the ministry. And um, it came to a point that I had to, you know, ask them to leave the ministry, oh. that they can go to any other church they want to, because mm-hmm. they were actually collaborating with uh, those who are who are uh, actually destroying the ministry one way or the other. And um, what what really made really pissed me off uh, so much is that um, these are the people that are helped through by the power of the Lord that I've helped so much. And uh, one of them, um, whom I sent money to to purchase the land for me back home, he purchased the land and also, you know, took the land. Mm. Um, thank God I never fought over that. I just let it go. You okay. Know? But um, it came to a point that I began to, you know, uh, and every morning I would tell the Lord that Father Lord, you know, pass mm. your judgment on these individuals. Yeah. But then, um, uh, at a point, the Spirit of the Lord ministered to me that I should go and read Job chapter 42. 
when I read that Job chapter 42, uh-huh. uh, doctor, I wept. Mm. I forgave them that day, but I wept. Mm. But I have not reconciled with them because, you know, um, like you said, reconciliation takes two people. That's right. But I've forgiven them, and um, whenever we meet outside, I, you know, I talk to them personally, you know, perfectly. I, you know, interact with them, mm. ask about the family and everything. But well, it's that's... Not- it's, Reconciliation uh, hasn't taken place. Well, Pastor, it sounds like you understand the power of forgiveness. What you know? Thank you for that testimony. What is your question now, or your concern now? Uh, my concern now is because people are telling me that I have to forgive and forget. Okay. And uh, the, the word "forget" is not in my dictionary. <laughs> the reason is because even even Christ Himself did not forget His death uh-huh. on the cross of Calvary. Gotcha. So to forget is, is will be to be a sort of a, a, a deceit on my, my on my part. I understand. So okay. Basically, what I do is I just I I forgiving them, you know, basically, but I've not reconciled because it takes two to reconcile. It does. You know. Well, let me uh, let me just jump yeah. in. Let me just jump in, uh, Pastor. I'm going to let you go. I want you to listen on the air as I talk to Bishop Oscar. The idea of forgiving and forgetting. How does that work? Do do you? Is that a biblical command? I, not in the way that, uh, you know, we might think of it straight mm-hmm. off. And I think to myself that, you know, when the Lord forgave us, um, there's a recognition that there was a very high price paid for that forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wasn't a walkover. It wasn't easy. There was a price. There was pain. But at the same time, too, it's not that which he keeps bringing up. The Bible tells us that, you know, he has separated us from our sin, mm-hmm. and he has let us go free from mm. that which we had done. Because once he's forgiven, he doesn't go back to revisit that and mm. you know keep bringing it up. You know, I would trust you, but I remember what you did to me last <laughs> time, and etc. He doesn't do that, right? Right? right. And if if our Father yeah. in Heaven did that to us, then there's no oh, hope for us because right. you know we'd live with a burden of guilt that we can never move away from. Yeah, yeah. In His grace, He has forgiven and He has let it go. Mm. Maybe not forgotten in the sense that you know. Um, that I I do not remember what you did to me, but Mm -hmm. I have chosen to let go and to separate that from you and to hold you in good light and to believe the best of you Mm -hmm. moving forward. Isn't that a good word, to not keep bringing it up? I like to say forgive and remember. And that is forgive and remember that I forgave. Because <laughs> I, I keep forgetting that I forgave you and said I was going to let you go, you know. So maybe it's not, uh, Pastor Michael, forgive and forget. Maybe it's forgive and remember that you forgave uh, and that you're not going to keep bringing it up as Bishop Oscar has said. Listen now, we still got a few minutes together. I still have a couple of open lines. If you want to grab one, uh, get in where you fit in. My phone number is 888 Three four. Uh, if you're trying to me- memorize the number, just remember the word bridge eight 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 four three bridge. My special guest is Bishop Oscar Mariu. He's from N- Nairobi Chapel in Nairobi, Kenya, but he ministers all throughout the world. And we've been talking today about living brave, not safe. So if you've got an intersection of obedience and trying to figure out how do I do it, well, guess what? We're here to help you in any way that we can. So give us a call. We're running to a break. When we get back, we're taking your phone calls on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. (laughs) 
When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Are you tired of living in that smelly basement? Let me tell you something. Amber and I had some basement issues. We called Best Buy Waterproofing. They came and they helped us out. If you have mold, mildew, cracks, blistered paint in your walls, or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe, then call Best Buy Waterproofing. Just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? You're just getting in your car. You have come in on a wonderful conversation with my special guest who's live in studio with me, Bishop Oscar from Nairobi Chapel. He's from Nairobi, Kenya. And we're talking about living brave, not safe as followers of the Lord uh, Jesus Christ. And, you know, Bishop, you've been been living brave for years. Can you remember some times of fear in your life? <laughs> yeah, many. And um, I can think uh, specifically of uh, just even going back 30 years to the time that I said yes to the Lord. And uh, I had plans for my life. I wanted to live life a certain way. I wanted to make you know, money and to become rich and to live the dream. Mm-hmm. And uh, living brave for me then at the very beginning was to say yes to the Lord's call to become a pastor and mm-hmm. no to the plans that I had laid out for myself. Mm-hmm. And it was not an easy step. You know, I felt that, you know, I'm letting go of a future that I really wanted to hold on to because God was calling me in a different direction. Mm-hmm. And it took uh, bravery to say yes to the Lord, not knowing how things would turn out, but believing and trusting that if this is God's call on my life, then I have to obey. Mm. Um, You know, Dr. Anderson, one of my favorite verses in the scriptures about living brave is uh, in in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, verse uh, verse 8. And uh, it's talking about Abraham Mm. and how Abraham left 
her of the Chaldeans to go to a place that he did not know. Mm -hmm. And it specifically says there that by faith Abraham when called to a place he would later receive as his and went, even though he did not know where he was going. Mm -hmm. But he walked out blind, just mm -hmm. trusting that this is God's call on my life. Yes. I am going to walk this path. Yes. I don't even know where I'm going, but I'm going to go by faith. Mm -hmm. And that's what living brave is. And so many times you know, through life, God is going to call you to bravery because he's going to ask you of something that you don't know the end from the beginning. Mm. You just know that this is what the, the, the spirit of the Lord has called me to do and where to go. Well, you know, that uh, example in the scripture is helpful to us because the reality is we need to see other heroes of the faith who are everyday people like us, and they had to fight with their own sense of obedience over disobedience and fear and faith. And, and I think when we see it in the lives of others, even like you who said, I would be willing Lord to, to give up my dreams, to follow the dream you have for me. We need other people's stories, don't we? To yes. encourage our own hearts. We do. And uh, you think of David, little David going out to fight Goliath. Mm. Well, for a little boy standing up in front of a man who's probably, I don't know, two, three times his size, that's bravery. But mm. he does it because he knows God is on his side and God will not let him down. Mm. And that's what living brave is about. Wow. Well, listen, if you're either struggling with or have a testimony of, or maybe you just have a question for Bishop Oscar or myself, now's the time uh, to get in where you fit in. Our phone number is 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's go to Edgewater, Maryland, and talk to Oliver, who's on the line. Hi, Oliver. Welcome to the show. How are you? Good, Dr. Anderson and Bishop uh, Oscar. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing great. Thanks for calling and hanging out with us. What are you thinking? Um, I just have a question. I was just kind of uh, tossing some things around, and I was listening to what you guys were talking about. How, how do you recognize when God is calling and, and what he's calling you to do? Mm, what a great if you're question. Asking for, asking for guidance and you don't feel like you're receiving it. Mm, great question. Bishop, what are you thinking? Uh, well, I'm thinking, number one, that uh, God doesn't always answer back uh, on the timetable that we want. <laughs> my, my timetable is always immediately, God, I need to hear this now. Like, uh -huh. you know, and not tomorrow, not uh, in an hour's time, but now. And many times God in his wisdom will, you know, um, speak when he knows you're ready for this word. Because there's a time at which, you know, when he answers, I may sort of begin to second guess him and argue with him. And I have my own opinion on how this should work out. And you're not ready for God's word. And you just need to let this mull over a little longer and uh, allow God to speak when the time is now and the seed can be planted in my heart and it will bear fruit because the heart is ready to hear the word of the Lord. So mm. one is um, just not to put God on the timetable when, when he's speaking to me, but just to trust that when he does speak, mm. the Bible says in the book of John that my sheep know my voice and mm. they follow me. You will know that the Lord has spoken because you know the voice of your father. Mm. And he knows that his own recognize that voice. Now, of course, you know, my mind is so filled with so many other voices, my voice, mm. my opinion, my friend's voices, <laughs> and, you know, all sorts of other voices. But when the voice of the Lord speaks, You'll you know will it. know my voice and my sheep will follow me. And so that's, that's one, just to live with the certainty that when God speaks, I will know without failure, I will mm. know that he has spoken to me. Isn't that a good word, Oliver? 
Absolutely. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Blessings to you. Thanks for calling. Let's go to Riverdale, Maryland, and talk to Mathilba. Hello, Mathilba. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you, Dr. Anderson and the Bishop, for your time. Um, my question is, um, I've been praying to God. I have some personal stuff I want um, God to take care of, but I feel like he is not responding, and I believe <laughs> Um, because my husband, okay, he's not home. It's a long story. I'm just going to try to make it short. He's not home. He keeps coming in and out. Okay. So when he's out, I feel like it's over. It's done. Let him go. Mm. He comes home, and unfortunately, he's that type who will not apologize. Like, it's okay. So when he comes home, we can go for like about a week or two without really talking as a family. But later on, I let go because I'm trying to, you know, build my spiritual life so maybe we start talking again and he stays and go again so it's just this thing of forgiving him hating Mm. him again forgiving him hating him because he keeps coming and going so my spiritual life is not that stable and Mm. i don't want to mix these two things of like okay maybe god is not listening to me because of him because i've not forgiven him but Mm. at the same time he's not home to have that permanent forgiveness because yeah, so, like, right now he's not. So, Mathilda, what is your question given that background? Yes, my thing is how can I separate these things and, like, really focus on God and hopefully know he will listen to me and answer me based on who I am now as mm. opposed to attaching myself to the situation of my husband, who is not there, but at the same time, mm. I'm mad with him because he's not there. Well, the beautiful thing about your question is, in your question is your answer, isn't it? I mean, you seem very clear on separating separating it, and you know exactly what God is trying to say to you. He wants to talk to you uh, and minister to you, even though you may be upset and angry with with uh, your husband, it seems like in, even in your question, you've already uh, clearly separated it. Bishop, what do you think? How can we serve her? I think you're spot on, and I think um, there's a important reali- realization that at the end of the day, God really wants a relationship with you, Mathilda, and um, not one that is dependent on a relationship with somebody else. And uh, you need to nurture your relationship with God separate from the second relationship and just trust that in that then will be found strength um, for the journey ahead, even as you relate in the second relationship. And you already know the Lord and uh, you sound very familiar with his word and his intention and desire for you. And you just Mm -hmm. need to strengthen that and focus on that and build it up and just allow that it will pour and feed into the second relationship and not the other way around. Mm. You know, Mathilba, that's uh, such good wisdom. I'm reminded of that verse in Scripture where Jesus says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things will be added to you. I guess if you seek that first relationship, as Bishop is saying, everything else will fall into order uh, in time. But uh, that primary relationship, I think, is most important. Is that a helpful uh, response to you? Yes, it is. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Well, God bless you, Mathilba, from Riverdale, Maryland. Now, listen, friends, we're going to our last commercial break. When we get back, we're going to land the plane with Bishop Oscar Mariu from the Nairobi Chapel, from Nairobi, Kenya. We've been talking about living brave. 
not safe, tell your friends. They can always go to Facebook Live at Anderson Speaks, and they can see the show over and over and over again until that wisdom sets in. We'll be right back. Today, more than ever, it is imperative to offer your child a Christian education. The Bible says in 2 Peter 3, 18, But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory now and forever. Amen. At First Baptist School of Laurel, this verse rings true in all that they do. Education is a partnership between the parents, students, teachers, and faculty. Let FBSL collaborate with you and provide your child with the best education and peace of mind found in a Christian learning environment. FBSL offers a rigorous Bible. Bible-based curriculum, competitive tuition, before and after care, and a summer camp program, all in a safe environment with a loving Christ-like faculty. First Baptist School of Laurel is a Maryland state-approved non-public school. First Baptist School of Laurel prides itself on its small class sizes and offers classes that range from preschool 3 to the 8th grade. If this is what you are looking for in a school and would like more information or to begin the enrollment process, call 301-490-1076 or fbslaurel.com. People say there are billions of dollars lost in a market crash. The truth is, they're not lost, they just exchange hands. And the good news is, by gaining the right kind of knowledge, you can learn to recognize the opportunities that exist, and more importantly, act on them. I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder of Tradeway. Along with being an investment advisor, Tradeway offers our students a powerful education so that they can take their investments in their own hands. We break down the confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We keep it simple, fun, and personal. Come join us at our next two-day event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn to take small steps to reach your biggest goals. Coming to the Sheraton Tyson's Hotel, July 20th and 21st. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. Sell your home fast and for more money. That's exactly what Christy Moore of Local Expert Realty did for some happy clients in Arlington. Don, we met this couple who had their house on the market for 272 days with another agent, and it didn't sell in one of the hottest areas of Arlington. They followed all of our advice and our plan to a T, and the home was ready to put on the market in three weeks. We sold it in six days for $6,000 more than the previous list price where it failed to sell. Many sellers think anyone can sell a house in this market and the reality is that over 40% of homes that went on the market didn't sell last year. On average, over the last 12 years, 95% of our listings have sold and we normally beat the market by over $26,000. If you want to make sure your home sells and doesn't sit, call Christy Moore of Local Expert Realty because she will sell your home in 58 days or she'll buy it. Call 866-404-5858. 866-404-5858. Certain conditions or exceptions may apply. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. 
Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And what a privilege it is every time you give and pray and support. Thank you so much for tuning in. Also, I want to thank Bishop Oscar Mariu, who has come all the way from Kenya uh, to share God's word uh, with us and to be on our program today to just touch your hearts here in the nation's capital and around the world. Bishop Oscar, as you're thinking about just some final thoughts, what, what would you like to deposit into our listeners today before we close in prayer? Well, what I'd like to say, Dr. David, is to say that um, I think brave faith has a character to it. And uh, you recognize it when you come across it, when you see it with these four little indicators that I'll mention. Number one is that brave faith uh, acts immediately. It does not delay. Mm. Um, You remember the time when uh, the prophet Samuel came up to Saul and asked Saul why it was that he had not obeyed the Lord fully as mm. God had commanded to him too when he went into battle against King Agag. And mm. uh, Saul the king tried to weasel out of you know full obedience by mm. saying, oh, I was intending to do it. It's just a matter of time. The people asked me, please just you know keep the best of the sheep and the goats and etc. Mm. And he didn't obey. And finally, mm. he had to admit that he had disobeyed the Lord and delayed obedience mm. is disobedience in God's eyes. Mm. Um, brave faith obeys mm. immediately. Secondly, is that uh, brave faith doesn't second guess God. Mm. We don't know better than God and we can't second guess him and think that we have a better way to deal with the issues or the need that we face. Instead, yes. brave faith not only obeys immediately, but truly believes that what God has called us to mm. is the right path to go. Wow. What's number three and number four? Number three and number four is that uh, brave faith rests on the wisdom of God. Mm. He knows my future in a way I cannot know, mm. and therefore I will obey. And Amen. then number four is that brave faith deals with my fear and, uh, you know, just keeps a short account, as we said earlier, mm. of the fear that harbors up in my heart. Mm. Brave faith says, in spite of my fear, I will move forward and I will obey. Mm. Is God still firing up brave faith in you in these days as you continue to minister around the world? Well, you know, I'm now 57 years old, uh, Dr. Anderson, and I probably have another 20 years of ministry still left in me. And uh, I have made a commitment that I am going to be braver, more daring, re- taking more risks of obedience than mm. I have ever done. Mm. in my life before this. I'm Amen. older. I have come to know the Lord deeply. I have seen his faithfulness over 30 years of ministry. Mm. This is not the time to slow down. This Amen. is the time to fire up the guns and to move forward. Amen. Well, you know, Christians don't retire. We expire. <laughs> Thank you so much for spending time with us here at uh, Bridgeway Community Church and in the nation's capital on Real Talk. Thank you. Thank Let's you, pray Dr. together. Lord Jesus, we're so grateful that you inspire and stimulate us to work brave faith. And we just pray that today's topic would be a deposit of faith into those children who are ready to receive it. In Jesus' name we pray. Together everyone said, Amen Amen and Amen. Three stars.
retired general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.